0: This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to the awful and awesome entertainment trap.
1: Hello hello welcome to the awful and awesome entertainment rap I'm Abhinandan Sekri.
0: I'm Manisha Pandey.
1: and today we will talk about what all Manisha first of all we're doing uh, the 54th episode if i'm not wrong of the awful and the awesome entertainment rap we've been off uh, line for the last i think 3 Month. months yeah. yeah
0: yeah 3 months
1: um we would like to restart this as we had promised right now we'll have to do with me and Manisha
0: haha <laughs>
1: <But> going forward <laughs> we will get two people at least one person dedicated to this and one person rotating maybe we'll get uh, you know Raj Shree she'll she'll do one every alternate one but until then because we had promised and a promise is a promise uh, that we will be back this week with the offline awesome entertainment wrap here we are it may not be as exhaustive as you'd like but because we want to restart it we will make it as rich as it was and hopefully even better So Manisha, what all are we going to speak about?
0: The Golden Globe ceremony that happened today. Yes. And this was the first ceremony after the sexual harassment scandal hit Hollywood. The first big major ceremony. You had actresses come out wearing all black Hmm. in protest. Uh, Great stirring speeches including Oprah Winfrey. I'm sure a lot of people would have heard that. Yeah. And uh, women dominated the scene this time.
1: Yeah, I a lot saw of that, speeches. The ball was full mean, yeah. of women. Not that I was there, but I saw it on TV. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. In fact, the guy who was uh, comparing it—I forget his name—Seth Meyer. Seth Meyer. He started off saying something like, uh, "Yeah, the remaining men. Hello, ladies and the remaining men, or something yeah. like that." Yeah. And also,
1: <laughs> I I, I love the the joke he started with. He said that uh, they wanted a woman, uh, something effect. It was the effect of there's never a women compare. So they wanted a woman to host this event, and they told her that it's going to be an event where a whole bunch of men are going to judge you and it's going to be in a hotel <laughs> and to cut a long story short, I'm your compere. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think it was, hmm. that's, I think what's um, remarkable about the Western entertainment world, hmm. for all its flaws, they can really stand together and kick ass when required.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, just to give our audience the perspective of what it's like to trash Weinstein. How do you pronounce his name? Weinstein. Weinstein. Weinstein the way they do it's equivalent to can crashing he, maybe a a Yash Chopra is. yeah yeah now maybe an you, Aditya Chopra who's
0: yeah,
1: currently I very
0: that, powerful that, that's or, a level that's a power yeah,
1: level yeah, now can yeah. you imagine anyone having the guts to do that here it's out of the question
0: yeah absolutely
1: we'll also talk about Star Wars their latest film The Last Jedi which I watched and you did too I also watched it we will have our in-house animation and graphic head Anish talk about it because he's a real Star Wars geek. So basically, this one, we'll have all the people in News Laundry (laughs) contribute, chipping (laughs) chipping in, because we obviously aren't enough, Manisha and I. But we're back and we will get more. And we will talk about...
0: the Insignificant Man
1: Yes A documentary It's not that new But because we haven't been Online for a while We figured Since we've all watched it yeah. We'll talk about that And I'm sure we And haven't.
0: it's out on YouTube now So you all can watch it Let's
1: start uh, uh, Start with the Golden Globes What You know honestly I have this list in front of me Of the Golden Globes of who won what. Hmm. And there's the big winners, uh, like something called Big Little Lies won a lot of things.
0: Yeah. Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, uh, that won the best uh, for drama, motion uh, picture for drama. The,
1: the, uh, then this, the, the shape of water. Like, three billboards outside Missouri you've seen this
0: what is it I've seen the trailer it looks really exciting it's It's like a a noir it's about a mother Hmm. whose daughter was raped and killed and she uh, how do you say it she bought three billboards outside this town to advertise the fact that her daughter has been killed and nobody's found yet and then it's basically her her seeking revenge so it's a really I haven't watched it but the trailer looks quite amazing it's a true story no it's not a true story it's a noir drama uh, black comedy sort of a thing I see I don't think it's a true story though. Not that I read.
1: And Big Little Lies is a series.
0: Yeah, Big Little Lies is a series. The Handmaid's Tale is also quite a popular series which is based on Margaret Atwood's uh, book. Uh, So uh, it won the best uh, series drama and the best actress also in the television category.
1: So what... You've watched Lady Bird. Because I haven't watched any of these things. I've never even heard of them. So, so I I'm haven't watched Lady really Bird. Boring.
0: But okay. Lady Bird won the best motion picture and also the best actress yes. in a motion picture.
1: A musical and com- or yeah. comedy. Hmm.
0: And it's uh, the directorial, directorial debut. of One of my favorite actresses, Greta Gerwig. Hmm. Uh, the story is really what is like... she's she acted in? Uh, she's acted in all these indie sort of movies. Okay. Uh, Frances Ha is one of her very famous movies. And she's like this... Uh, Really awkward, gawky, really uh, awkward sort of an actress. Okay. And she does a lot of physical comedy also. Hmm. And so and her movies are all alternate kind of. It's like, it's more European than American. If right. You get what I mean. Um, and she's really spunky and fun. And this movie is about this coming of age of her teenage daughter and her relationship with her mother. I've seen the trailers. I've really eagerly awaited. I don't know if it'll have a theatrical release in India. But hmm. at least it'll be out on uh, some Netflix or something.
1: Okay, I had something to share about Indian cinema uh, in the context of Teen Deviya by Devanand, but I'll just come to that a little (laughs) later. I just want to speak about the speech. The only Mm. bit of this award ceremony that I really watched was... uh, Oprah's speech. Oprah's speech. Before I get into that, uh, why she was there was because she got the Golden Globe Cecil B. DeMille Award. I Mm. think that's how you pronounce it. And
0: she's the first black woman to get this award.
1: And her speech is all about the first time she watched a black man get it, which was Sidney Poitier. Yeah. And for those of you who, like me who are wondering who is this award named after, I checked it out online. It's an honorary Golden global, Globe Award, which is basically uh, issued by the Hollywood Foreign Press. And it's just overall for the outstanding contribution to the world of entertainment. And the first recipient of that was Cecil B. DeMille. That's what's named after uh, Cecil B. DeMille. Now, the speech was spectacular. Hmm. I mean, and the fact is that she wasn't reading it off anything, no. right? So, obviously, Oprah's a star because she is so eloquent and just so amazing. She can just talk.
0: Yeah, I have, I'm actually a big Oprah fan. I've grown up watching all her talk shows. <laughs> hmm. Along with, about along with Santa Barbara up. and Bold and the Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So No, she's just, she's one of the most authentic talk show hosts, I think. Like, at least, like, she would talk, and she, uh, she's she been abused, huh? she's been sexually abused yeah. uh, from the age of nine by her relatives, like her uncle, I think one of her cousins. And she did a show, I remember very clearly, on sexual abuse as children. And she talked about how she couldn't come out of it, and how there was a lot of guilt. And what happens in relationships, I mean, in prolonged sexual abuse, uh, you know, uh, uh, sort of a dynamic between the abused and the abusey is that there's a sort of a weird sort of relationship that forms will happened with her that you just get used to it and you mm. feel guilty for not coming out and she did this spectacular show where she talked about her life She she had of course other people who had suffered also on the panel but like her honesty was just amazing and that's what she really I don't know if it's an act because I'm sure like her stature and at, her
1: yeah at one I level mean, I, I must, guess I
0: must say there's a craft to it it's, it's not, not an, an act, act but it's a
1: performance
0: yeah there must be a craft to it let's just say like yeah. there has yeah, to exactly. be a there's an authenticity to
1: it but it's an authentic performance
0: but, but yeah the speech was just outstanding yeah. and and yeah goosebumps level speech and uh, you know the way she exactly I mean the thing is that it really comes from a space where she's lived it and she's talking about like she means it it's not something superficial at all.
1: Now, I'm just wondering, this whole me too, I mean, there was this one particular line where everyone got up and started applauding where she said, and maybe this, we yeah. may never have to say me so too. So
0: no woman, no one would ever have to say have me to too say again. Have to say me too again. Yeah, she and ends I think with she that. ended
1: that everyone got up and started clapping.
0: New day is on the horizon. <clears throat> and when that new day finally dawns, It will be because of a lot of magnificent women, many of whom are right here in this room tonight, and some pretty phenomenal men fighting hard to make sure that they become the leaders who take us to the time when nobody ever has to say, me too, again.
1: Now, all that's all very good, but you really think this is the end of the dominance of the male
0: in- not the end but i think beginning of the end maybe hope so i mean at least that uh, it's a it's a huge step ahead for someone like weinstein to have been brought down and a story that you know a lot of them pointed out that this is a story by women written by women hmm. like women are talking about their stories like okay now here's
1: why i'm a little cynical about this uh, why it may not go how it should because Pop culture determines our attitudes, right? So while there has been this event, and let's face it, this Me Too is an event. I don't think it is a story. It is an event which has a beginning and it has an end. Um, mm. In the morning, I you know, fl- I I just switch channels between NBA because the playoffs are happening right now, and news. And between breaks, there's still those cheerleaders performing, shaking their booties in front of camera, uh, which is their role in. I think the third richest league in the world, uh, that's what they do. Uh, they wear short skirts, you know, they basically just titillate you with the dance. And that that's acknowledged, that is what they do. Um, mm. And I was also listening to this song, which is uh, from Teen Deviya, which brings me to Devanand. <laughs> and here's where we want all you listeners to chip in, because you want to do a show where we uh, want to demonstrate how popular culture, especially cinema, Kind of reinforces certain stereotypes. Now, Teen Deviya is a f- beautiful film, one of my favorites, starring uh, Devanand, uh, Nanda, uh, and Simi Gareval and Kalpana. And that has a song to na dekho Ke Hamko Nasha Hoja. And then it says, si koi humse khata ho Don't look at me like that. Because you're asking for it. And then the line is Tum Hame Roko bhi hum na You say no, I say fuck off. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> the point is obviously <laughs> Muhammad Rafi and whoever sang the song and whoever wrote the song I hadn't heard of the no means no. Tum ربي ऐसे झुके कदम नाज़ पे सजदा अदा हो जाए ऐसे तो देखो के हमको नशा हो जाए खूबसूरत सी कोई हमसे खता हो innocent sweet song with Nanda and Devanand, but you listen to the lyrics it doesn't even have the concept of what is consent how many Indian songs do you think are like this till today
0: so many Indian love stories also in fact the other day I don't know for what joy I was watching that song and that song is just him harassing her like he's just harassing this woman see (laughs)
1: <laughs> Ajay Devgan is harassing the world by being in it. <laughs> like,
0: no, but like, it like, no, but back then. the fuck are you here? It was a very popular <laughs> no. song that everyone, you know, like heard and whatever liked. And I was just like, what is this song, yeah? This is just
1: but you're talking Him. about, I'm talking about, you know,
0: the <laughs> age of benign. gentlemen
1: and ladies like Nanda and Devan And even there they had lyrics like, Tum roko, phir bhi hum na hmm. So here's what I want you to do, listeners. We want to compile songs and have a commentary with, we'll speak to some prominent lyricists and people from the world of showbiz. Send us songs which you think don't acknowledge that there is something called consent. And let's scrutinize Indian film songs through the gender lens. I think it'll be a really good exercise. Yeah. So, send us songs. You can tweet to us. Uh, Manisha is at... Uh,
0: Contact at newslaundry.com or send it to manisha at newslaundry.com. Manisha at
1: newslaundry.com or just you can tweet to us um, or you can send it. But do put... In the subject line, awful and awesome. Those of you who are writing it for Hafta, please write Hafta in the subject line. Those who are writing it for awful and awesome, please write awful and awesome. Because <laughs> and she has to sort out all these. And much as we love all of you to write, please write more. We'll get more people to go through them. But it'll just make her life a little easier in sorting the mails out. So...
0: That'll be great fun. Yeah.
1: I think that, that should be interesting.
0: Yeah.
1: So let's move forward to... Um, star wars
0: yeah star wars
1: for which we need anish yes so anish is the head of our design hi anish hello tell hello. us a bit about yourself
2: i do the illustrations here <laughs>
1: the
0: no in laundry. life
1: not not in news laundry <laughs> what where, 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 how old are you where are you from Where do
2: you like star wars uh, i'm 30 i will be turning 30 this jan uh, i mean this month and um, I've been in news laundry for the past uh, nine months or ten months almost about to complete a year and get a cake
0: wow <laughs> it's gonna be a year
2: now why are you a star news nerd Star sorry Wars. Star Wars nerd <laughs> well I've watched them like from the beginning I have a lot of Star Wars uh, comic books as well at home um which are not from the film, but are canon as well. Like, uh, In the sense, they are part of the same universe, but happen in between the films. I've been watching them for the longest time. And um, as a kid, I remember after I watched the first three films, uh, one of my uh, biggest fears was uh, to not die before the next three came out. Because I knew they were coming out. <laughs> so. <laughs>
1: now, the last one, I, I watched The Last Jedi. Uh, Manisha, what did you think of it? By the way? I loved
0: it. But I only. Saw, I watched Star Wars, the whatever, the first few movies, only last year. So I don't like nothing oh. about Star Wars. Oh. Okay, so. I, I just liked like a movie. Like I'm the only I have generation no baggage. where
1: which the original Star Wars was a part of our entire thing. Yeah, basically, Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back and the Jedi. It was the biggest thing when I was in
2: school so um of course the three prequels are shit all three were terrible there are different opinions a lot of people like the prequels as well but still yeah I mean like comparatively to the first ones even I think they weren't as good but I still find them quite enjoyable to watch I like watching them a lot now this last one the last Jedi
1: which kind of uh, Luke Skywalker is gone he's done He Yoda also chokes up and does his little thing uh I personally didn't think it was as good as, um, you know, a New Hope, and and even Return of the Jedi. What has been the
2: your generation's view on it, Anish? Well, the first of all, uh, they're not gone. I mean, like Luke Skywalker is dead, uh, but what has happened to him is he, he's become a Force ghost now. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <laughs> there is a chance that he will be coming uh, in the next films as well. Just like Yoda so came ghost, back. Like a
0: force, yeah. Like
2: a force ghost. Mm-hmm. He's, like, he's become a part of the force. So, he is definitely going to be coming back in the next film. Uh,
1: Basically, like, in Saaz Bahu Meher dies, then <laughs> Tulsi dies, then, Wo phir bhoot ke, jate. that type of
2: thing. All I'm saying is, this is not the end of Luke Skywalker. Like... Um, so, uh, from what I've seen, is uh, opinion on this film is divided in half. Half of the population loves the film; half of it hates it. A lot and why of it, do they
0: hate it? Like, what? What are the criticism against it? Uh,
2: like, uh, a lot of people complain that the vision of Ryan Johnson, the director of the Last Jedi, isn't what the original films were meant to be. I agree. It, it has a very different soul. I I definitely think so. That is something that even Mark Hamill, the actor who played uh, uh, Luke Skywalker, uh, has brought up over and over again uh, while he was shooting for the film. Like he has always said that this version of Luke is not my Luke. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Why? because
0: he's shown to like because he, be capable of killing
2: because. Uh, Luke is supposed to be good. Like He cannot even have something an evil, thought. An, an evil <laughs> yeah. thought that pops up. That's what a lot of people said. He also isn't someone who is supposed to run away from his problems like he did.
1: Uh. Yeah, it was very out of character. I I completely so, so didn't I get don't it. I do the baggage of the previous he, film
0: so I found Yeah, okay. he also
1: doesn't... Luke can't look intense. You know, he wasn't... Con- he, you could tell he isn't convinced his own character. Like, when he was looking intense and he's supposed to walk like, you know, Shahenshah walking in. You could make out that he's not convinced. I'm not Shehensha. I can't walk in and change the narrative. That That's not Luke. I, Actually, I the
0: original Luke was goofy, right? He was more goofy than intense. But the-
2: uh, this does have parallels from the previous film. Like, the, the new films have a lot of parallels from the original three films as well. And, uh, like, I mean, like a lot of people complain that uh, Luke shouldn't, can't have run away. He's too much of a hero to do that. But if you look back, Yoda ran away as well. Obi-Wan ran away as well after failing and after the Empire uh, came up and the Old Republic had gone down. But, sorry, Obi-Wan didn't run away. Obi,
1: like Ben Kenobi, had a plan in the sense that he knew he would train the next Jedi. That's the Return of the Jedi. And he purposely made sure Darth Vader killed him in front of Luke because that would kind of, you know, egg him on. He had a plan. He was training this guy to become a Jedi. He knew he'd become a Jedi, and he'd pass the mantle on to him to fight. Here, Luke had no plan. He said, fuck off, all of you can die. And then later he said, what I'm saying is, it wasn't the same. Yoda and Ben Kenobi were training another generation of Jedi, and then they knew that these guys will take on the Empire. Here, there wasn't any... Fair point, of course.
2: Another reason why people don't like the film is because uh, of... uh Equality. <laughs> uh, so in the old films, uh, all the good guys were like good. Uh, white men. Uh, okay. Like the main powerful characters were white men. And now uh, there is, um, in the new films, uh, the. Uh, the protagonist are uh, is a woman the f- main protagonist is a woman uh, then you have a black male lead and hispanic male lead and they've introduced another character who's a young asian of uh, yeah. young asian woman but people have Rose. a problem with this isn't that they great have a problem with this because like now um, they have a problem with this because now they're like you're going against white people in that, fact yeah, it's oh, people yeah, matter uh, the,
0: but,
1: but I, this was this was much discussed when the f- uh, you know the first in this series came out because they also have names that are uh, that are gender neutral like you know like Rey Ray
2: a f- Solo yeah uh, that it's, I mean, like Finn well, uh,
1: Finn, Finn and Ray, they're gender neutral names so if you don't see the character you don't know it's a guy po, or a girl
2: Poe as well
1: Poe as well exactly so that is one of the uh, they had actually planned it like that and I think that's that's really good because now the Star Wars is not your right it's not all white men uh, it's a- and the white man is a villain Exactly. General yep. Hux is a villain. A villain uh Kylo Ren is
2: Ren a villain. Is a villain. Yeah, right. so, so
1: I think that's, but that's, it. I think that is where, even in pop culture, there is a certain progressiveness in Hollywood that that we lack. Which is something that people are against. Like a lot of the fans. Some are, are, are but some fans. But that is like, a, 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 what's that? Pierce Morgan, that idiot who's a anchor who I say is like, if Sohail said had a brain, he'd be Pierce Morgan, who has a TV show. He, like, you know, now they want James Bond to be a black man, it, uh, that actor Idris Elba. Idris Elba should be James Bond. Uh, he says, right, next you'll want it to be a woman. He basically has a problem. He says you're changing the whole concept.
2: So. So, uh, the reason a lot of people uh, are hating on this is not because they're trying to be progressive, but a lot of uh, previous franchises have been uh, sort of destroyed. By trying to be more progressive, at the sake of your, <laughs> for the no, sake of political for, correctness. Yeah, like uh, Ghostbusters. Although I really enjoyed the film, but a lot of fil- people thought that a lot of people thought that the film wasn't as good as it could have been, just because you're trying to make it an all-female cast. Huh, so now you've lost the film, and uh, I think the same thing is gonna ha- happen with Ocean's Eleven as well. I okay. think they're doing a all-female version of the film and oh, i think it's called ocean seven or oceans eight i'm not really uh, sure but uh, that is also meeting up with a lot of backlash uh, from uh, from men on the internet hmm.
0: it's an all-female thing no oceans 11 I, I would i'm pretty excited about that with sandra bullock and mm-hmm. a lot of people and, that'll uh, be fun
2: yeah it should be uh Anne Hathaway is there i think uh, yeah. there as well so um should be fun. I mean, I personally, also. I enjoyed uh, Ghostbusters, uh, the female uh, Ghostbusters as well. Uh, I thought. some but of the jokes trick is, were I nice. guess, but to yeah, do it. It didn't quite uh, do well.
0: Uh, the trick is, I guess, to do it subtly, like to introduce each like solo and fin- like the name changes. How, how do you do
1: it subtly? How do you make all men? women's are like this no, but <laughs> they're, they're, they're like no but have like, a real <laughs> you know casually like ambling along and and, no, and so it's like, like oops
0: my penis fell off I'm a woman <laughs> no but the script has to be I mean that has to be somehow incidental also when you're watching it like okay it's all women's but it's a great story it's a great cast it's a great like
2: script two more things actually uh, one of the biggest issues about Star Wars that a lot of fans hated was the Superman or a lot of people call it the Mary Poppins scene with Princess Leia Oh, The Mary Poppins scene Mm -hmm. where she uh, uses the Force to actually save herself Mm -hmm. when uh, she has never been shown to actually use the Force. Uh, So people had an issue with that. A lot of people actually had theories that uh, people like Han Solo uh, and Princess Leia were Force-sensitive in the sense that they did have uh, some sort of connection to the Force, but it it, it had never... you know, shown itself in, in this way. The other major uh, issue that a lot of people had was the fact that a lot of loose ends from the previous film have been tied up very hurriedly. hurriedly. <laughs> that is also because the writer change. I mean, like, the, the, the first film of the series was directed and written by... Uh, J.J. Abrams, then Ryan Johnson came along. So, a lot of important questions like who Snoke actually is? What is his origin? um, Who are Rey's parents? Satisfactory answers for those have not been given out, which has left a lot of fans feeling really angry.
1: You're right. There's an inconsistency with the earlier when uh, Rey goes into that cave and she gets flashbacks of the force. So one assumes that she's somehow connected
2: to... One of, one of her flashbacks was seeing a spaceship go away, I, I think. And uh, in this new film, uh, Kylo Ren tells, um, tells her that, tells her 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 parents her that your parents were just scavengers. There they were nobodies.
1: Yeah, even I was surprised with that. And I even I felt that they're just doing a... Quick fix to this because they don't want again more political characters that they don't want that she has to be the daughter of you know somehow connected to Princess leah or a Prince. She's just nobody who becomes a Jedi, which is a great political message that you don't mm. have to be the son or daughter of the king or the prince or the princess to become a Jedi. But yeah, obviously they changed that plan midway because if if this was the plan, why did she have those flashbacks in the earlier one?
2: Yeah. Uh, the last thing. Uh People have been waiting to see Luke Skywalker in action for the longest time. Uh, ever since the when was the last film of the original trilogy released? Probably 1984. I think I was in class four or five, 83 or 84. So ever since then, people have been waiting to see Luke Skywalker in action. And then when and you you know because you fantasize about uh, lightsabers and dueling and stuff. And when the time does come, there is no fantastic duel. A lot of people were left uh, very angered by the fact that... They, I mean, we did get a very good lightsaber duel and fight scene uh, when Kylo Ren and Rey, uh, they get together and fight the Knights of uh, Knights of Ren, I think that's what they're called. And, but in the end, I think we were all waiting to see Kylo and... Luke fight it out duke it out but that didn't happen so that left a lot of people disappointed as well but ultimately I I, I personally enjoyed the film a lot but
0: I don't have the baggage of a fan like I just like it because it's a nice movie good effects I personally
2: enjoyed the film as well but this has left a lot of people disappointed (laughs) I also liked it but I was
1: underwhelmed I was Mm. expecting more but thanks Anish very, very informative. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you can
2: go back to drawing. I'll go back and make some illustrations now. Okay. Bye. <laughs> okay. Now, um, Manisha, uh, I have a couple of ads
1: I want to discuss. But before mm. that, what is it that you want to discuss? Anything?
0: Insignificant Man. Okay. We can discuss that because I only watched it. I know it's been released for the theatrical release with last month, I think. Hmm. But it came out on YouTube sometime early this month hmm. or late last month. Uh, I personally love the film. Hmm. I think what was great, what really struck me as a film about uh, The Insignificant Man was that there was no, there was no narrator, you know, there was no one, no voiceover. Yeah, like, a, no. like a pure so documentary. Really f- yeah, mm. but no, but a lot of documentaries use a narrator yeah, or a script or, you know, something mm. written. This just flowed, like scene after scene after scene, like a movie. Mm. And without, like, there was no need to explain, possibly because... Those of us familiar with Ahmadmi Party's trajectory didn't need it. I don't know how a foreign audience would react to it or someone who's not aware I of ARP.
1: They got it. I think.
0: But it was really like the stitching of the scenes was just fantastic.
1: Uh, I think it was very well made. Um, yeah, full disclosure, Vinay and Khushbu, when they were making the film, um, I spent a lot of time with them because at that time I was associated with the India Against Corruption movement because they'd come and started shooting back then. Uh, So I think it's a fantastic film. I think as filmmakers, they have cracked the entire, you have to get conflict. No film is effective without conflict. Mm. And in the Yogi, uh, (laughs) Yogi Indra and uh, Arvind, they've got that pat. But I do think in interest of creating a tight narrative, they have compromised on accuracy. Really? Because if someone who doesn't know the movement were to see it, they would think that Yogendra Yadav was as important a character in the whole, uh, this thing as say a Manish or an Arvind or many people who weren't even there like Durgesh or Ashish Talwar. You know, these people are the ones Absolutely. who made the party. So if someone were to see it, they say, oh, these are the two main guys. Whereas the fact is that Yogendra was about as main to the party as Shazi Elmi was. So...
0: Really? Yeah, because even when I watched it, I thought I was thinking like, why did they let him go? Like he was just, you know, the places where he's discussing the budget, where he's, you know, basically making policy or coming on television to support the party's view, he came across as like a very important, essential part of the party.
1: Yeah, I I, mean, I, I, yeah, I thought that was it, was. it
0: did make him look good, and larger than more no, I mean, important. I don't, know I don't know.
1: Good or bad? I think it made both look good. I mean, the cinema I watched it in all the. Um, people even who didn't like Arvind went out saying wow that was quite a battle because it does show him you know David yeah. versus Goliath but I think like it was inevitable that you would put you would structure the film as an Arvind versus Yogendra film hmm. but you could put a couple of scenes in to just for accuracy to tell the people that, that they are not at pow- par in their importance at the party you know you could have uh, a, a sequence of how someone like an Ashish Talwar or a
0: um, actually Manish So they hardly got any uh, He yeah. didn't get much I mean No Durgesh The guys who actually
1: Who run the elections On the ground in the slums That's what wins the election
0: Yeah absolutely It's not
1: TV studios I mean much as we'd mm-hmm. like Had they just put that sequence in Then f- as an audience You know That's where the party Is actually s- That strength is And these guys are Marginal players And then you can carry on With the narrative It'll still be as compelling mm. I thought that is a weakness In the film
0: Yeah But uh, the budget, uh, the policy formulation on water and electricity, the, them saying that this is going to be our agenda, wasn't that yogendra Aadab's kind of, no, there were many movie people comes who, out like that was his sort there of. There were many
1: people, in fact, uh, economists like Arun Kumar who were advising them, they were taking advice from everywhere, from mm. all sorts of people. So, like you said, the film shows as if, you know, drawing room in bed, Yoginder Aadab had manifesto. It was not
0: that. It like... But the best scenes, I thought, was when Sheila Dixit goes in to file her nominations. And she's talking to someone, like a typical nice South Delhi auntie. She's telling the person next to her that, you know, there was a cartoon today in the paper. And they show, uh, you know, they ask Arvind K. Jewal, what do you stand for? And he responds, I am standing for election. That's what I stand for. And then she's kikiki laughing. It's like complete, like... It is such a turnaround. And I think... The fact that he won the election is what makes the movie so great. Yeah. Because you see how he was just dissed by everyone and made fun of. Hmm. And then he comes out <clears throat> a winner.
1: Yeah, so I think it's a it's a great film. Do watch it. Um, now, I just want to discuss an ad. Hmm. Now, there's this ad campaign for Google Maps. Punch Minute means Punch Minute. Okay, I, think, I haven't seen that. Oh, man. It is just amazing. It has great ads. I think after a long time, i really blown away by a campaign. It's obviously really expensive. It's a big budget.
0: I like Google ads usually. They did that partition ad also with India and That
1: wasn't an ad, that was a documentary film. It was, eight minute was ad so tha
0: cute. Na. No, that it was an ad. It was a nice it was a nice long ad well, a traditional ad. It was more <laughs> digital.
1: It, it it was a viral video which you called viral video. <laughs> By ad, I mean B second mein story, up the story, story Nikolja. Mm. In that the Google uh, so you should check out those ads, it's really funny, especially the one about um Varmala ka varmala varmalaka it's, it's so Indian. And I think it's ironic. Uh, and this is where, again, I think it's a commitment to research. Like when Coke came into India, Thanda Matlab Coca-Cola mm. or Yana Datta you remember that, you know, when they come to India, they make such an Indian ad mm. that even Indians don't make such an Indian ad. And that is what is heartbreaking. Like the the Indianness of India, that the whether it is an airport pilot being uh, aircraft pilot being late whether it's the varmala niai sare mandap taiyar ho raha hai log vo kahan hai 5 minute 5 minute varmala 5 5 hello let's be on time with google maps payment I mean it really shows that when they want to crack a market they understand it's but it's
0: Indian ad agencies doing this for them of course but what I'm saying
1: is that the product is not Indian and what I'm trying to say is that when you really want to capture a market when economics is at play you appropriate them culturally first and therefore you get into their culture Hmm. it's a bit like the k-pop I've discussed this in a podcast earlier Like this entire, uh, what was that Korean guy that danced at Ridiculous Step used to do that? Gangnam style. Gangnam style. It wasn't a fluke. The government has spent millions and millions of dollars trying to make Korean pop a worldwide phenomenon because Mm. they realized what made America the destination of aspiration for millions across the world was their cultural export, not Mm. their Mm. Apple or anything. Mm. So even when they want to really get into a country, into the market, they really crack your cultural you know, nuances. And I think that's what all these ad campaigns show. So, anyway, so do write in. Uh, We will come next week again. Uh, Ideally, the format of the awful and awesome is going to be that there will be one, we'll figure out who that is, me or somebody else, permanent host, and the co-host will keep alternating between one or two people. Right? Yeah. So, um... Write in to us uh, at contact at News Laundry and tell us exactly what you want to talk about. The film Padmavat is being released on the 25th of Jan. Oh my
0: god. It's
1: out. Not yet, but it will be. It's going to uh, be out. Unless the Karni Sena beats up anyone watching it's gonna
0: it. It's going to be shitty. I don't like Sanjeev Bansali movies.
1: Not do I, but you have to watch it. But them.
0: you'll watch it with Deepika Padukone.
1: Dude, I'll watch like... I'll watch anything with Deepika Padukone. I I sat through that like Ras Leela, Ram Lila, Khan whatever it was. I will watch
0: it for Ranveer. The dumbest of film
1: on earth, Ras Lila or Ram Lila. <laughs> this guy is the toughest actor with.
0: He's not. He's like only the hottest, most talented actor in Bollywood.
1: Talented. Of okay. course,
0: he's super talented. What accent was that? Can you do a Marathi accent like that? Every every sure Marathi listening to this is going to beat me up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. Uh, but I, I don't think He's do
0: like immensely watchable That's the thing about him He's like I think after Shah Rukh Khan He's the most watchable person on screen Really?
1: Yeah Wow i never heard that about him If you say so <laughs> But yeah I, I'll, I'll even watch I'll even watch an Akshay Kumar film If, if Deepak was in it Otherwise I've I not been able to sit through an Akshay Kumar film in my life Except Patiala House 1
0: Yeah Akshay Kumar Neither He's one, the
1: like. worst <laughs> In the world Nothing even comes close Ajitep <laughs> Ajay Devganh He no, had his days
0: bad. though like, See the thing is Ajay um, Devgan, when you he, you know
1: when, when a Vishal Bhardwaj Directs him in an onkar yeah, or something Onggara, of course, yeah. Then you can yeah. watch him But the thing about uh, Akshay Kumar is that Even if Like Satya to direct him You'd still say Sorry Satu <laughs> Yeah. Ye na ho <laughs> So On that note Do write in to us Tell us what you like us to watch What you like us to cover We're back The awful and awesome Will continue from now on Someone is going to be here hosting it, in all likelihood, me. So thank you. Uh, do subscribe to News Laundry. Pay us some more money so that we can hire a full-time person who can do justice to this podcast. And uh, we can focus on the Hafta. Um, yes. But, you know, but yeah, whatever you guys want. But you really need to support us in order to do that because we don't rely on ads. We rely on you.